The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Zach Square Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Zach Maranto. Joining me today is Zach Cease. How are we? In the studio with us again, we have my dad, because uh, all the our young folk don't apparently know how to get ready to film our podcast, as if this is the most important thing they should be worried about every week. They should be prepared every episode. We broke our record again for a <laughs> month. We had two episodes, like, I mean, kind of like, the third one was out, but it was out for like a day. Uh, but, yeah. but on a real note, thank you guys for, for uh, having breaking our record again. Uh, especially with our inconsistencies and yeah, one of the episodes good month. Yeah. You know, bra- broke the record on that, broke the record for followers on Instagram in like yeah. a day. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe because I appeared. Maybe it was that. I think yeah, it is. I yeah. think so. First name, greatest last name ever. Uh, I made a meme that I'm going to post on the Instagram. Um, so it's the meme, uh, which one we call it? It's the meme with, uh, Conor McGregor, uh, being like, I didn't come here or we didn't come here to take part. We came here to take over. I just photoshopped the Zack Square logo over his face. No, that was the whole meme. <laughs> so, That's very, it's very Rich Maranto. I, I, like, I, I, I would like, think mine yeah. require a little bit more effort, but that's fine. I didn't like the motion cap or like motion, like any like movement. Do or you anything. have Photoshop? No. Okay, so what did you use? Uh, iMovie. iMovie. Okay, well, no. it's funny because I, I don't have Photoshop either. I use Final Cut. I do all yeah, those I things in Final that. Cut. Yeah, Although I'm going to have Adobe uh, Creative Suite over here eventually. So. I get my new computer. Solid. You know the Conor McGregor meme where he's like, ha, jackass. You know that shit? making fun of Jake Paul. That shit's so funny. That is the funniest meme. He's just like, he's just him like basically faking the fact that he's like, the only throws upright or overhand right. Ha, jackass. So funny. But obviously we're going to start off with nobody's favorite segment but mine. Drink of the week. This week we have Corona Extra. Um, I know people are gonna be like, "Oh, do you have the lime?" I don't have the lime. I was too lazy to get the lime. The prepared. lime's overrated. No hot take. All right, I'm <laughs> just gonna say you don't need the lime. We'll we'll don't find out. We'll find out in a second, I guess. Let's get. I was a bottle today, not a can. So we gotta get the. Ooh, oh. Ooh is that satisfying? That was special. That was. That sounded good. Especial. It's uh, a special technically. Yeah, we got the flashlight uh, bottle opener. So if you can, hear, oh, you look can at hear that. click maybe. Um, yeah, let's, let's okay. get it going. No, I just did, but I spilled a drop. Okay. Um, He's swishing around his palate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a wine tasting. We're just going to watch you drink a beer now? What's going on? I thought it's one sip. Everybody. It's one no. sip. <laughs> well, why did, why did he drink half the beer? <laughs> Apparently, um, he likes yeah. it. I However, guess it's, I uh, guess it's done say. pretty well. It's an 8-2. I'm predicting 8-2. Because I don't think you have anything lower than an 8. It's <laughs> not true. The IPAs are at like a 4. Uh, yeah, yeah, IPAs could just dump those right in the toilet. Yeah, uh, I wish I knew that before I bought a, yeah. a pack of them. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you should try this one. And then I'm like, no, it tastes just like the other crappy ones. <laughs> Sorry, um, I don't like IPAs. Corona, I like it. I'm gonna give it like a seven one. Okay, it's all nothing right. crazy. It's like it's a solid beer. Like it's it's a very good beer. So Michelob's are that much better than Coronas. I would say so. See, yeah. I feel like certain beers are certain times of year. 
Yeah, like a Corona just... Like a Corona is a summer beer. Right. You know, you're sitting by the pool or like, you know, on your deck. That's like a vacation beer. It's a vacation beer. Yeah. That's a good one. Where like I think other ones are better. Like if you're eating, a, like if it's like Thanksgiving and you're having a beer with Thanksgiving dinner, that type of thing, like that might be a Stella Artois or something like that. Norm so, lives for yeah. him. Yeah. Loves the Stella Artois. Who lives for him? My grandpa. Uh, <laughs> Stella Artois is a good was, beer. That was my joke when I was younger. Uh, when I was younger, my dad used to drink Stellas all the time, and they had like the gold wrap on mm. on the top. So I'd always be like, you know, I was like, can give me a Stella, and he's like, no. <laughs> and then, uh, which one we call it? So then for my uh, for my birthday, I bought me and him a Stella, and I liked it. it he did. Yeah, that was fun. So it wasn't the gold foil wrap though. I just got two tall boys, which was kind of unnecessary, but it's fine. Tall boy Stellas. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on though, uh, it is May the fourth. So may, may the fourth, fourth be with, with you. you. Yeah. Yes. Jinx. Tomorrow's Revenge of the Nith, the fifth or something. Right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Obi Wan trailer. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Obi Wan trailer dropped today. Or second one dropped. Oh, did it? Actually, I didn't watch it. Wow, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Okay. It's. It, it definitely gives. Is it a little better bit more, than the other one? I would say so. Okay. okay. I think it gives a little bit more context and it has the thank fuck moment basically. Not like thank fuck, I guess, but like okay. the oh shit moment kind of thing. Qui Gon's um, in it. Yeah, Qui Gon, Batman, Superman. Oh, weird. Uh, Tony Stark. <coughs> um, the Champions League. And Doctor Strange comes out tomorrow. Yeah, so I'll be. That's a busy that. week. Yeah. yeah. Are you coming tomorrow? What time? Uh, <coughs> seven-ish. I think we still I, be wanting to. Go? I think we're gonna do. I'm. We're here, so I think we might have to do the eight or the eight forty. That's fine. Yeah, I'll do it either so, one. I'm nope. off on Friday. Well, you know what we'll be doing tomorrow, okay. so. Nope. <laughs> Uh, but yes. with 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 uh, May Fourth being today, we figured it's only right for us Star Wars nerds to do a Star Wars uh, topic. Uh, so the topic we're going to open up with is: if you had to get a Star Wars tattoo, what would you get? I already plan on getting a Star Wars tattoo. Well, I had I had one really ridiculous one, um, and then I had one one that I would probably wouldn't get, uh, wouldn't even consider getting. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like if I had. Because I know we talked about if you had to get a character. So I'm a Luke guy. So this could be, again, a character. character this could be a ship. Yeah, yeah. It could be a symbol. It could be a phrase. Yeah. Um, so I was, I've always been a Luke guy. So if I had to pick something it, it, besides what I think I would actually consider getting, <clears throat> I'd get like a Luke tattoo. So this would be younger Luke. This is episode four episode, Luke. I'd probably get episode six Luke, episode honestly. Because I think, I think uh, Return the of the Jedi. The one where he's holding the lightsaber and the black thing on the barge. Yeah. Or the the shot where he's like fighting Vader on yep. the on the Death Star. What, is something. it the one from the side view? Yeah, from the side. He's view. He's like Darth, and he yeah. just kicks his ass. Well, yeah, okay. I know because I've just always I, when I was a kid, Return That's of the Jedi. Moment. Yeah, Return That's of the Jedi was moment. always my favorite movie mm-hmm. when I was a kid, yeah. just because I was such a big Luke fan, and that was Luke's best movie out in my opinion. Sure. Um, yeah. I think his, his stuff in the movie is the best. I've always said, for my opinion, the Death Star stuff. And episode six is the best Star Wars we've sure. seen. That's just my personal opinion. You sure. can obviously you can argue whatever, but yeah, I, I I always have joked that I I mean I remember sitting in 1984 or whatever it was in the theater and you know like you go into that movie and you're not really you're mad at Darth Vader because of what happened three years ago with Empire Strikes Back. So by the end of the movie, you're kind of rooting for Darth Vader, mm. and you remember you didn't know for sure even. If he was the father, and we didn't know, it wasn't confirmed. It wasn't like they tweeted it or something in 1982. So you had to wait three years, and you kind of, and then you find out the emperor is really the big bad, and then you kind of feel bad for Vader to some extent, and then then you're like rooting for Vader, 
you know, like, Father, please. And then, like, I remember, like, being in the theater and everyone's, like, cheering out loud yeah. when he picks up, you know, the emperor and, and throws think, him over the railing. You know, I like, think especially, like, as somebody who's grown up with all six out pretty much my entire yeah. life, obviously. I mean, I know right. I know two and three technically came out after I was right. born, but I don't remember when they came out, obviously. Right. I was too young for that. Um, but just, not like, especially with all <clears> the An- Anakin content from, like, Clone Wars and everything, too, I think for Legos. me, like... That, that's for that yeah and Legos like that that scene for like all the stuff on there is so good because it's like Yo, I finally that, get yeah. to see Anakin Skywalker again and I know obviously you know like whatever timeline stuff and like when they came out or whatever it's all complicated but it's he like a different experience yeah but you get to see Anakin Skywalker with his son like the Anakin Skywalker you you're I don't say promise but like that you feel like you're promised when you're watching one two and three because yeah. that, that's one of the things I like about three though is you every time you watch it you always think oh maybe he'll not turn this time like that's just one of those feelings you get whenever you watch it is maybe he doesn't turn well as but. we've talked about in next of kin how much if you watch three by itself it, it doesn't it, it it seems like the turn is so like abrupt where Clone Wars just sets it up so like if right. you're if you watch if you kind of watch everything kind of in order if you know the people that do that and you kind of watched one then you watch two and then you watch Clone Wars and then that. you watch you, you kind of get a better sense of Clone Wars does a great job of establishing like you know like why Anakin ends up you know everything that and happens to you see to all him. the small stuff yeah. that builds right. up and like with Ahsoka and then mm-hmm. and it's even stuff with like Obi-Wan and right I wish Disney Plus would do a Star Wars everything in timeline. That'd like, you know how they do it for Marvel? Right. Like, do the timeline. Yeah. I wish they would do that for, like, everything with, like, the shows and all of that. Well, yeah. the problem with this Clone Wars is how many seasons. Yeah, that's like a seven, long part yeah. of it. Seven seasons. Yeah. But what, I'm what, sure so online you could find three? it yourself. Like, I'm sure there's a list. Like, how oh, do I watch yeah. Star Wars in order? And you would probably, you know, you could obviously, I mean, the movies makes obviously makes the most sense. But once right. you throw Clone Wars in there, and then you got to throw a Bad Batch, and then you got to throw Mandalorian in there, you got a lot of stuff you got to throw in there. You know, especially because right. the Clone Wars, like the end of it, overlaps with three. Definitely, yeah. Right. You would almost have to like watch part of it <laughs> and then like cut to the movie almost, mm-hmm. right? Especially well, the season episode, season five. Is it five? No, uh, seven, seven, seven. Like the last like yeah. three episodes. Those are, like, last three episodes, yeah. which I will argue, those three seasons are almost good as any Star Wars movie. I, I yeah, think. Th- those I think three could you, be a movie if you yeah. made the, that five movie, that five episode arc. Yeah, I think if because people are like, oh, they need to make a live action Clone Wars. It's like one, no, they don't. But if you're going to make anything live action, take those last four episodes that are basically all in the, an arc. Yeah. If make that a live action movie, and that would do fucking. Amazing. Like probably, before but. those episodes came out, my favorite Clone Wars episodes were like Cad Bane and like the Arc Troopers. Yeah. And like I always thought, like, oh my god, those would be like sick movies. But then like after seeing those five, I'm like, there's no way those could ever become movies. No. Yeah. No, that was, Never. No. Yeah. Because no. that's such like a niche amount of people that actually go to see that. Right. Right. Uh, but back to the to the yeah, topic. Tattoos. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, the problem with us. So. The tattoo I would get, I would get the. Uh, the whole Anakin and Obi Wan speech. I'll just get like the first letter of each word they say. Um, once I can recite it, I'm not going to recite it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, sure. But I'll just get out like my thigh or something. I'll just get all the letters like of the okay. first letter of each word and just put it on my thigh. Real Star Wars fans would know what it is, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's up to me now, huh? I I like because I don't I. I struggle with this because there's so many things. One I that think I really like is the do or do not. There is no try. If it was doing the words, do yeah, something Yoda is kind of you know is pretty poignant, obviously. Um, um, 
I, you know, I think I'd probably do, if I was going to do a ship, I'd probably do like, like a top view of looking down at the Millennium Falcon, like, like right here on my arm, like on, on the bicycle, whatever, this area up here. Um, if I was going to do a ship, um, I think to me, that's the kind of the, for me, cause the Millennium Falcon just kind of represents like me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. 10 years old and this cool ass dude with like a gun and he's like a cowboy and he's got like a dog for a best friend and, <laughs> and, he, and, and he just like, he's sarcastic and like, and the, and the girl's got a crush on him, you think? And you're like, I want to be hand solo and I want to, I want to be like a, I want to be like a space pirate. So I think my youth, like, I think like I'm heavily influenced by three characters as a youth, and I think the Millennium, uh, so Millennium Falcon lines up with this because obviously Han Solo, Indiana Jones, and Captain Kirk, like those are my three like heroes as a kid. Hey, Harrison Ford, and, yeah, yeah, and two two <laughs> thirds of that's Harrison Ford. Like, you know, so like I to this day I still quote I still quote Indiana Jones. Like, so I almost I'd almost yeah. do probably and again, it, I just used it the other day. So if I have to jump out of Star Wars, I my quote if I was going to do a quote, it'd be it's not the years, honey, it's the mileage. Because that's just such, <laughs> I, like I use that, that line regularly. And I like I, that. You know, so it's not the years, honey, it's the mileage. That's from the first movie. But back, to, I'd probably do the Millennium Falcon because I think the Millennium Falcon kind of represents my just my love of of the film. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I think I I one thing I see is I think there's a lot. of there's not enough Han Solo respect from my generation, right. which I always never got because he's such a great character. I yeah. kind of um, feel like they they ruined Han Solo in six to some extent. I feel like he doesn't do get enough. I, I yeah. that's I think one of the I, bigger I problems like, I have. They, with they almost six Indiana now. Jones them. They and threw they, him into the planet like he's like you know running around and and things are all kind of working out. Where like to me he's a he's a fighter. He should have been on the. I I know he couldn't have been on the Millennium Falcon because Millennium Falcon didn't really do anything in the movie. Um, until like the basically they're just right. they're kind of just like that's the thing with the fleet is like right the the timing of the attack makes no sense yeah. well they have to time the attack well otherwise they would just send a, a right. whole like boarding party down to the planet right and fuck up the entire planet like it's right. that's kind of the problem with, with their plan is that people have to get die regardless well but it's a bit of a desperate is, plan if you yeah. think about it because they mm-hmm. think they got to get it going before the thing's operational because they can't help it's operational they can't but, hope that yeah. Luke just finds like you know. The the exhaust port right below the main port, right. you know, like and see that like nobody th- fixed that design flaw, right. you know. It's so weird that he had such a little role in six because five, like he, it was towards the end, like they made it like such a big well, deal. Well, you got to remember too, he was supposed to die in six. They were going to oh, actually really? kill off. They were actually going to kill off Harrison he, he Ford. Was, he was asking for it since four. Yeah, they, he did hate but it. But like, the problem was was that what what um, Lucas told him was you can't die. Because your children are significantly important to the rest of the saga. So that's why he didn't honor, like, even though he thought it was a cool idea, originally what was supposed to happen, I think, in one, there's a, supposedly the story is that supposedly originally that somehow he would have been on the Millennium Falcon and he dies destroying the Millennium Falcon from the inside by himself, but he can't get out. And so he has to sacrifice himself. yeah, yeah, Yeah. And that's how he's supposed to die. But, like, can you imagine in 1984, Han Solo dies and the Millennium Falcon gets destroyed? I mean, like, people would, like, yeah. th- they would have rioted in the streets back in 1984. Well, destroying the Millennium Falcon is not the only thing that the, the sequels didn't uh, completely just disrespect right. the, the originals from. Oh, but 
I remember just we about to, everything. Yeah, else, we went so. to see Force Awakens. I was sitting with somebody, and I I leaned to her and I said, I I, okay, I may I may get a little geeky when we see the Millennium Falcon, and I did. I was like, ooh, and when I when I went to <laughs> and when I went to Disneyland, Disney World this year, and I saw the Millennium Falcon the first time, I was like, hey, hey guys, it's this is the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it was like, I mean, and they did. They were so good at how they did it. So yeah, like I think that's like the tattoo. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for me, the Millennium Falcons. It, to me, it's like it really appreciates. I think it's the regular guy in Star Wars. It's not all about the the mystic force and all that right. stuff. But mine is kind of not very cool anymore because yours has like a meaning. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying mine is just like one of my favorite scenes, but like that is just, just yeah. like the Mandalore symbol. Okay, see, that's, that's almost cool, better. That's a cool tattoo. Because it's though, just I a like cool it. tattoo. And it just, it's not like. So it doesn't scream Star even if you, Wars. Even if you don't know Star Wars, they're like, oh, that's a fucking cool tattoo. Yeah. Like, And then you just can get away without having a geeky tattoo. But then, like, I'd love when people would be like, oh my God, it's Mandalore. I'd be like, yeah. That's yeah, that's kind of a cool Mandalore. thing. That's, uh, I think, yeah. no, I like your tattoo. I think that design you showed me, I think that's pretty cool, actually. I've been I think yours so is much. actually probably design wise the cool looking one of the three. What so if you because that has a cool artist? I think you'd have to find a really cool artist interpretation of yours. You would need one of those like really cool like art, you know, like art fan art things where they took it and turned it into art. Zach Moreno for years to be. Yeah, cool. would you do yeah. like the letters like on Mustafar or just like the letters? Um, I think I would get like a, I would get like the font would be something like Star Wars related. Oh, okay. So I would do it. I don't know how what I would do necessarily, like what font I would use, but I would use like a Star Wars font basically, and have them do like a Star Wars font. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But so then our next topic, we're gonna keep with uh, one more topic before we uh, we get through. We're done with uh, Star Wars for today for May the fourth. Um, we're gonna. I don't know. If we, do you want to rank them or how do we want to do this? Because we just do top three. Or. Yeah, I guess that yeah. might that might be because we'll be here for yeah. Because I feel like that it's almost like an own po- a whole podcast on its right. own. I would say yeah. so. We're just gonna do top three Star Wars movies or Star Wars properties. I guess we'll go with because we'll do anything Star Wars related. Um, we're gonna we we're talking about doing the entire like a, uh, everything like shows, movies. But I realized as we're doing saying this, this that would take fucking ages. Oh, yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll do a whole podcast on that one day, or we'll do like a next of kin crossover episode. That'd be good. And we'll uh, and we'll do it together. Yep. All four of us, we can do it together. Sure. We all can prepare our list. So we actually so we don't really prepare on this op- on this podcast. <laughs> we picked our topics like five minutes before we start recording. I think we, that's been well we said, documented. Whoa! It's May the fourth. Yeah. We literally <laughs> said, "Hey, it's May the fourth. We're trying yep. to think of topics. Um, so what's what's your guys' three to start with? Hmm. So we just all just third. Yeah. What's your what's your third? I'm I'm struggling for three. Because I know what my one and two are. Yeah. I my one and two are one and two are locks. One and two for me are always a lock. Um, three rotates based off what I'm watching more sure. often. I guess it's not that like I'm watching something Star Wars every week necessarily, but my third is. Probably just episode three. See, that's I think that's mine. A three for me is always a toss up between Empire Strikes Back, or not Empire Strikes Back, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Revenge of the Sith, uh, New Hope, Clone Wars. That's usually my my three. I rotate in. Um, New Hope is just it's just a classic. I mean, it starts it all off. Yeah. There's so much. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with a New Hope. 
There's just sometimes the pacing when I'm watching it just like I'm, it's like, I don't know if I'm having like an off day or whatever. The pacing just feels a little bit off at times. After watching all the other Star Wars movies, you feel like three like uh, three has a lot of importance. Yeah. To like the whole. I think universe. I think three so important to the everything, and I th- and I think just the lightsaber fights and it's. I mean, there's there's some pacing issues with three, but for the most part, like some things always have importance always happening throughout the entire movie. Um, so that's why I currently I would go three, but Clone Wars is just like. Right. It's like Clone Wars and A New Hope are like right there. Like they're all similar level movies for me, like rating wise. Um, so like it can just rotate. It just depends on what I'm feeling. Today I'm feeling Revenge of the Sith. But yeah. tomorrow I might wake up and be like, I regret my decision, Clone Wars is better. But that's those three are like my three through five, basically, and they kinda just rotate depending on how I'm feeling. I feel like I'd even put the Clone Wars show like close to there. Like that's probably fourth. Yeah, like that's what I meant. Like Clone Wars show is like not the movie. The movie sucks. Oh yeah, the movie. The awful. movie's like the worst part of the entire the day tag of, of the Wars. clones. Yes, you're, you're no. referring to Star Wars two. No, I'm referring to like the actual Clone Wars movie. There's that um, like movie that came out like where they introduced the introduced the introduced the animation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because they just just trying to make some. They're trying yeah. to like, get yeah. No, out. Attack of the what, Clones. Like the kickstart is, to the show. Yeah. 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 Attack of the Clones is way lower on my list. It's right. not even. Barely top so, ten, I would say. I'm struggling because I have my one and two, and you and I have, de- Chris, Zach, you and me and Zach have certainly, Christian, and we've debated one, two, and our our top three, and I, you know, I'm a nostalgia guy, so I actually have, and I know this is like this is a hot take, I guess. I I really like Rogue. I knew Rogue this was one. coming. Like I've heard one. you say that. I, I I don't think it's a bad take. I, I love Rogue One, and I'm not gonna say that it's better. Then it's I don't think it's better than three episode three, but in terms of what I like, I I I gotta be in a mood to watch three. I gotta be kind of grumpy because if I'm in a good mood, I don't want to watch three. I like I like yeah. I like you know I'm a I'm an upbeat guy, so I tend to I tend to most of the time want to see like like kind of not happy endings per se because obviously because obviously Rogue One does not have an happy ending, but I like there's a lot about Rogue One that I think is so Star Wars. And it was a such a and it's a, such a fun piece because they were all new characters for me, and it reminds me so much of when I first saw New Hope because I you know because it's like these just fun characters and the way they come together and everything. So for me, I bounce between for my fourth and fifth, and I'm actually got three. I actually three, four, and five. This is my fight. My three, my fight for three, four, and five are Rogue One, Clone Wars, and um, Episode Three. And I, it's funny because I guess no, we're not even mentioning Mandalorian. Like Mandalorian, was, Mandalorian say, almost like, probably is pushed. I, I hate to say it, but I think Mandalorian, for me, as a property, I enjoyed so much more than even episode three. Like I don't I don't think that's a ridiculous take. You know? I think like, after the next season. It, it I, th- I think I need one more season of it. But like, for example, like if we're doing like an individual episode, the last episode of, of Mandalorian for me, like, <clears throat> is up there. Episode, is it? Six right. of Boba Fett, where where Luke and uh, spoiler right. Luke and Ahsoka are in it, whatever five or six, whatever. It's, it's a great is. episode, but yeah. it's not it's not a great property because it's not like it, it just because it's just an episode. Right. And it's thing, a phenomenal and, episode, and it's not like, but like, it's not like anything really happens. Right. It, I mean, if, when the one where Luke shows up for the first time. Now right. again, that is yeah. a great episode because of the amount of the, the, the fighting and and the, and then just that. Wait, there's only one. There's only one X-wing fighter, and then you're like, wait, wait, what, what, what? And I, it I, reminds me so much second, of like the second I saw. I, I don't know if you remember the second we I saw the X-wing fighter, I started screaming my head off. Yeah. I knew right away. Yeah. And they were like, 
what? I'm like, oh, come on. I'm like, really? I'm like, one X-Wing? I was like, one X-Wing? And then you guys were like, oh. And then you start going nuts, too. Yeah. And that is incredibly well done, that whole thing. So, I mean, so I, it's funny. So there's like, and even Mandalorian's like, but again, I, I, I think you're kind of right. I think Mandalorian is a property. Hasn't caught, in my mind, it hasn't caught Clone Wars yet. I just um, think like, like the, the, the like main arcs in Mandalorian are great. It's just there's so a lot of there's a, too many filler episodes. Yeah. It's not like the filler episodes yeah, are bad. That's episodes. how you got to do a TV show, right? Like, really? And there's like, a lot of filler episodes on Clone Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's oh, a yeah. lot of there's filler episodes. I'm like, skip this one because like I don't need to see it again. There's I just saw so once. many good arcs. That's so there's a couple storylines there that aren't great. Yeah. You know, like even the, the like I've seen most of Clone Wars now, and unfortunately I haven't really seen it like the way you guys have watched it. But um, I really okay. like the Mandalorians episodes in uh, Boba. Yeah. yeah, like when they get the Nabu starfighter or whatever, like yeah. that ship yeah. is sick. So yeah. good, definitely. And Rogue then, One, I feel like it's a weird dynamic for me because like you see the rebels before like four, right. five, six. Right. See, this is the thing with Rogue One is when I the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, it's good. Like I don't love it, and then I rewatched it out again. I'm like, okay, like it gets better for me every time I watch it. Right. Which I there's not that many movies that do that for me. That's why I'm glad any. they're bringing that character and the robot back. What's this, the those two characters back um, for the prequels. Andor, Andor, Cassian I'm, I'm, Andor. I, I, I think is. that's going to be a heck of a show. I mean, that comes out this summer, doesn't it? I think I believe, it's, I, it's yeah, like I think July. Late, I want to say late summer, late summer. Yeah. So, all right. Well, what's your two then? Two for me. Yeah. Did I, you get us? Your, did you give us your three? Episode three. Okay. Episode I think two for me. I, I I know it's it's somewhat of a hot take. I don't know if most people won't agree with me. Uh, two for me is Revenge or Return of the Jedi. That's it's, mine too. It's, it's always I it's I've always loved it. I loved it when I was a kid. I love it now. Is the Ewoks a bit like you know dramatic? Yes, but like I just love everything about that movie. Like even the Ewok, because it's just like well, I mean, it's kind of just like a don't judge a book by its cover. It's kind of what the Ewoks are. Which, yep. which is a great message. I mean, it's a pretty cliche message, but, like, it's a great message. I'm not saying that the Ewoks are the best thing in the world, um, but it definitely could have it could have been somewhat worse. Like, it could have been worse. Like, it's not like they were Jawas. Like, True. Like, and, they, and they were somewhat intelligent. They weren't, like, morons. Like, they had traps and stuff set up or whatever right. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but for me, I, I like I said, the Death Star stuff for me just with between Luke, uh, Emperor, and Vader just elevates... I think it's just like it's just peak Star Wars for me. Like I just don't. Uh, there's stuff that's close to it, but for me, it's just like on a pedestal. But there's own some amazing moments in the film. But it, like I said, I think the the the, the Forest Moon of Endor stuff is almost it. Like it 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 brings it down. It almost like it's like they didn't know what to do with Princess Leia in the movie. Like I just feel. I like, know your like, your biggest because uh, we've had this conversation a few times before. I know your biggest uh, complaint with it is we really don't see the original characters all together again. And that's why we like movie. it so much. Like, I mean, yeah. I, in Empire, they're not together that much either, but, um, but they can't be. So, right. I, I, that's why I just, I just think like the whole arc with Luke accepting that Vader, somehow Vader is his father. Yeah. And that, that he can, that he's has enough training that deep down he can sense that Anakin is still in there somewhere. He doesn't know how to quite get it out, but he's he's doing whatever he can to try and yeah. and try and get it out of him, and he does eventually. And it it holds the it holds the thing because like it holds and what, after a while one two and three coming out, um, like it makes the, the whole fact that Qui Gon realizes that Anakin's the chosen one better because he still is the chosen one. Sure, mm-hmm. definitely. And but everybody in the galaxy, I mean, obviously you know they don't know about the chosen one necessarily like the average Joe, but like 
and everybody knows that Luke Skywalker, everybody thinks Luke Skywalker killed Vader and, and Emperor. Because, like, for example, that's what's so great, again, about uh, the last episode of Mandalorian. Um, what's his, Moff Gideon thinks, like, sees Luke and goes, oh, shit. Because at the end of the day, that, that's like the boogeyman for the Empire. That's, that's the true. man in their eyes that brought down he, the he Empire, did. He did single-handedly brought down the, the top two people running the Empire. Yeah, so, like, for me, for me. Because I'm sure Luke didn't say, then tweet. Yeah. Hashtag killed my father, <laughs> you know, like I had, you know, the type of thing like um, dad si- died saving me. So, um, so my two is Empire. I I Empire's two. Empire's two for me. I can already guess what his one. I know well, what your one. I, I know again, what your one's gonna be. Because <laughs> again, <laughs> this is what Christian and I go back and forth, and why I like what we do on Next of Ken is because we're coming at it from a different perspective. Like your love of Anakin is the way I love Luke and and See, Han Solo. I, I, right? I'm not even as a ten like year old watching Star Wars. It's like See, this is the coolest thing ever. That's so, how I grew up because you because the way you you raised me. I and we have very similar tastes in movies. I feel right. like a lot of the time, um, I I'm I'm the same way as you are, which is why for me Empire's one. I just think one. I just it's Empire. It's, Emp- here's the funny thing about it. Again. We're going based on favorite. Yeah. But in terms of quality of film, Empire Strike Back's probably the best film in the entire genre. I, I think I don't I don't think it's close. For me, like for me, I mean Empire's my what favorite. They, what I Empire, just love everything what about Empire that movie. did is a film in yeah. terms of go the departure from the first movie to be that gutsy because he knew he could do the trilogy now. Yeah. He had to get the first one done, right? And the first one is just like a ridiculous success. Like nobody thought it was going to be that big. And, but then to take that concept and then kind of turn it on its head and say, fine, I've got the Lucas had the clout now to start, turn it into the story that he really wanted to tell. And he bring in that, you know, the mystic and the Yoda and, you know, like judging of me by my size and all that stuff and the scary moments in the cave. And then to just also not give you an ending. I mean, just the, battle on hoth like no one had seen a space battle anything from nobody had ever seen a sci-fi battle that wasn't in space or oh, on a yeah. ship right. like they went into a snowy planet like even the daringness from a technical standpoint to do that prior to cgi like to make that look good so in terms of storytelling and the complexity and everything going on in that film and this john williams score i think star i think empire strike back might be the best, one of the best sci-fi movies of all time, a, a better than 2001 and all these other ones yeah. that they get ranked up there all the time. I think it's in terms of the directing because it wasn't Lucas, um, but in terms of favorite, it's two. Because I'm still, I love them. Somebody get this walking carpet out of my way. I just love you mean, you so mean, many moments in you Star mean Wars. Four, right? You mean, four, okay, four you for me two, is number one. Like, I'm sorry. I was like, attacking the clothes. I'm like, wait, wait four, for, four for number one. Empire for number for number for my number two. Because again, there's so many establishing what this fun genre is going to be in the yeah. in, in episode four. If it failed, it would we wouldn't have what we're talking. We about. We wouldn't have yeah. it. To me, it's the original. You know, so See, uh, there's just. There's you can't have Josh Allen if you didn't have Jim Kelly. If you're a Bills fan, right? Yeah, it's fair. See, just just for me, like, there's there's everything about five I just love, 
There's not one thing about five. I literally, not, I can't tell you one thing about five. That I'm like, oh, that's stupid. Like, there's not one part of it. I love every yeah. single part of it. No, it's, it's it's pretty close to flawless in terms of. Film. It's one of the the few movies I've um I consider a ten out of ten. Sure. Um, there's a lot of movies I consider nine out of ten. So like, it's, I think for me, it's easy to get a nine. It's really hard to get a ten because like tens off the top of my head are uh, Empire Strikes Back, The Dark Knight, Godfather. Dunkirk is a surprise. I don't know if it's a surprise one. I think like really 1917. I, mean, I, I need to an watch. incredible movie. That movie Holy is so crap. Good. I need to watch 1917. What a good movie. I saw that by myself. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you told me that story. Dunkirk and, 19, and 1917 are just... Well, first of all, we've always we've had a ton of World War II movies. They have to be movies. the best yeah. war movies. Uh, Dun- well, you Not know, the like, best, but the best recent. Saving Private Ryan up there. Saving Private Ryan is just... Just in terms of war movies... Um, nobody's ever done a war movie. I don't care what, I don't care if it's pick a war. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The best war movie of all time, I think is still per, saving private Ryan in terms of we've seen there's, there's a 500 world war two movies. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of world, uh, world war one movies and, and, 1917 is just such an amazing film. This, the visuals of it and the storytelling and, and it's just such a different war. I mean, it, we're so used to tanks and all those things like when we see or or even when you see Vietnam type movies or whatever it is like World War One is just such a different type of combat mm-hmm. and it just because of the advent of technology yeah, and like, stuff like that which yeah. we call uh, Dunkirk for me one of the things that I just I think what's so amazing about it is like how the ending just moves it doesn't matter what generation oh, you're yeah. from so I mean I'm sitting there I, I, I'm it takes a lot for me to cry in a movie I think like the the main ones I can think of is when like Logan or Wolverine dies in Logan. Right. Like that's the last time I've cried in a movie. Like, um, well, you we went to see yeah. Dunkirk with we, Grandma. We, yeah, Papa. Well, that's what's, and I, we had, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I looking didn't... at Christian and Christian's crying. I look at you, you're crying, and I look at Grandma and Papa and they're crying. Like, so I look at three different generations who are all, into, I mean, similar people but interested in different things, mm-hmm. um, and like have different views of movies, and they're all just like different, just like three different generations, just in tears about. Well, Dunk- stuff. Dunkirk is just an amazing concept, just the, the, the different timelines, and they all interact in the same way. So it's a brilliant film, but also just emotionally. I yeah. mean, and, and the performances are just like what's. Uh, I mean, even Harry Styles, who I didn't know could act, yeah. it was like. Isn't the one actor in 1917 too? It's. What? I'm pretty sure that there's an actor in Dunkirk that's also in 1917. Uh, if you guys keep talking, I'll look I, it I'd up. I'd have to look it up. Um, I mean, the, the main characters, you know, are just, I mean, I, I, just both incredibly. I mean, I, you know, Christian and I have done a lot of, did one episode of, of Next to Kim just on Chris Nolan movies. Christopher Nolan you know? just like so good. Nolan like, and his brother, I mean, because they do Westworld and they do a bunch of other things too. And Nolan's the best. I think Nolan, Nolan's probably the most underappreciated storyteller of our gen, my gen, of this generation. You know what he's done. Oh, with. Richard Madden's in the nineteen seventeen. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, That's oh. a, a good movie. I, I so, text- what's your number one then? Empire. Um. Probably, probably. Cause it's just like, like Zach said, there's nothing wrong with it in yeah. my eyes. Like I have appreciation for four, but like just like pure enjoyment of like watching, like I can't. Well, say. like for one of the things I will say about four is like. Um, the fact that Obi Wan dies in four, you're kind of just like, oh shit! Like he's kind of supposed to. You kind of felt like he was supposed to like lead, right. like help save the rebellion. There's some definitely and, some right. funny things about that yeah. too. When you think about it, like the, people joke about that all the time. Like there's a funny moment in that movie that gets memed about so well, where it's like Luke's known Obi Wan for like a day and a half, 
I mean, he kind of met him before, but like he's really sad. And like he's being he's being like comforted by someone who just lost her entire planet. And she's like, oh, I feel so bad for him. Like, like he's like, her whole planet died. Why? why, why?" Like, and there's a sad music. We're not out of this yet, kid. Come on. It's like so. There is definitely some problems with the storytelling of something from 1977. I think the the thing about that though that (laughs) that would say like just as like a counterpoint is is even though he met him for a day, right? Is that's the most Luke ever learned about his father. True. And, which because yeah. he he didn't know anything. He just knew all he ever knew. Yeah, was... Yeah, but Leia lost her like yeah, parents I, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, entire yeah. planet. Do we know if, and everyone she's ever known? Do we know if Bale was on the, there? He's dead. Do we know he was a human? Yeah, he's dead. I figure he was. He's dead. He would, he would see him otherwise. Yeah, but like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but then also like the trench run for me. Trench run is for me is also one of the uh, best Star Wars scenes too. There, there's it's a moment. So there's Your a moment in there. Scenes. Top three you know, favorite scenes. Of Star Wars. In Star Wars, that movie particular, that you're talking about that scene, from the moment when the Red Leader dies, and it's just Luke, Wedge, and, it, and, and his buddy from, from Tatooine. Yeah. Um, and Biggs? Or no, is Biggs. Biggs. It's just the three of them now. And they're all like, they're like freshmen, right? They're right. just, they're brand new, and everybody's getting their ass kicked. And now the three nobodies are left, basically. And, you know, and it's the dramatic, like, there's so many cool things that are happening there. It's like, first he loses his friend, and then, like, Wedge gets injured, you know, the ship gets hurt, and he's got to leave, and then R2 gets shot, and it's like, and it's just, you know, and it's just like, he's getting that, and the music's so good, it's, it's. It's bouncing between like action music and that mystique music, yeah. and and then I have you now, and then out of Sierra, yeah, and then and just there's just so much great about it. and can we can I make a real quick goes, side yeah. note real quick? It's so uh, perfect. I need to make a quick side note just to shit on Yaz really quick. Because Yazi told me, Tram told me in an he argument. He likes nine. That's his favorite movie, right? His favorite service? No, no. I don't uh, mind nine. I don't mind. I think nine, nine did a good job yeah. considering how shit eight was. Nine yeah. did a nice job fixing all the shit from uh, eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's not a great movie, but whatever. It's not a great movie. But, but it's, it's, better, uh, it's better than eight. Back to my point of shitting on, yes. on Yaz. <laughs> we haven't how, shit on Yaz. Yeah. We haven't, and that's why I'm doing it now. Yeah. How, <laughs> how can you. Yazi should have told me with a straight face that the pod racing scene is better than the trench run. No. First and of all, the I'm pod like, racing scene I'm is like, very what? cool, but it's not it's not it's not save the world. It's just save his ass. It's not save the rebellion. He has to save the rebellion. It's save like, his ass, it, not yeah. save He's him like, and his mom's co- ass. Like, right, isn't it cool right. that up, Anakin. Isn't right. it cool that a kid who's never really like driven a pod racer before just drives a pod race and wins? I'm like, isn't it pretty cool that a guy who's never really flown a spaceship before flies a spaceship and destroys the, the Death Star? <laughs> like, Unlike his father <laughs> when he destroys well, the spaceship shot. in the first movie by accident. Really yeah, doesn't yeah. know what the hell he's doing. Let's try spinning. Yeah, that's a, Now this is what I call pod racing. And I, I just like, and then, <laughs> this is why you hate children in movies. That's top, <laughs> so, that's top two scenes in Star yes. Wars. And that's not two. In the whole movie? Movie? Like in all movies? No, but I mean, um, like, I, I like the, tr- I like so much about Star Wars. I like the first mo- episode four. I love, I just love them, you know, getting out of, getting out of the Death Star, you know, yeah. um, you know, like that whole scene when there's Luke's there and he sees Obi-Wan, you know, f- standing there with Darth and, and that look on Obi-Wan's face. I mean, the genius of that film 
um, which I'll say George Lucas did two smart things, is he casted two very well-known, established actors in two pivotal roles in that Because well, if, if you look at the, uh, like the, the salaries, yeah. uh, like Sir Al Guinness's salary at the time was like, Millions of dollars higher than oh, anybody yeah. else. Yeah, like he was making like he made like five million. dollars He spent off his money to put an established actor in there to care, and not just some like I'm sure there would have been cheaper actors, but mm-hmm. like to have that look. I mean, that Obi Wan look when he looks over and he's like, and then he just kind of lets himself, and you know, like you you don't really even understand what he's doing at that moment. You know, even especially in 1977 as a ten year old, and obviously they've established the con, you know, the recon of that, not recon, but the what that is, mm-hmm. you know. But but then that moment, like shoot the door, kid, you know, like in that whole thing, and you know, I hope that old man got that trek and being on a commission. This gonna be a real short trip. Well, okay, hit so it. Like, I love that line. I just so love there's that just line. so many quotes. Yeah. I feel like I grew up on you just saying over and over again, yeah. like that. You literally say that like half. The time Every time we car. ever backed out of the driveway, I yeah. would say that. All right, I hope that old man got that trek to being on a commission. This gonna be a real short trip. Okay, hit sometimes it. Sometimes you just like, floor it in reverse. <laughs> I'm, just like, what are you, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's such a great line because it's so long. He's gonna yeah. say so much shit. Like, oh, I hope that man got a trip. I can't hit it. Like, he was like, like, I hope he, could, hope he did his job. He could have just said that, but no, like. Even the scene when they're like trying to head towards the, the Falcon or whatever, right. and he just like chases the stormtrooper. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're gonna stop it there. Uh, whatever you know, technical difficulties. We're not gonna go too far into it. Um, so, but the next question is, is how many holes are in the straw? So we're really switching. We're switching uh, topics here. Back to the the definition of what the like. If you're t- asking somebody what the definition of the Zack Squared podcast is. This is the question you tell them. How many holes are in a straw? Yes, if I'm going to tell people they should listen to your podcast, I'm going to tell them this is the topic. You're very lucky of the technical difficulties. Yes. Uh, Yeah, there was technical difficulties. He said how many straws are in a hole. Did you do that? He did that twice now. No, 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 you he made say it this yeah, time. Okay. He didn't say it this yeah, time. Yeah, because I I, I did a moment where I screamed. I was like, ah! So what would Yazi say? I'm I'm just kidding. Actually, let's not let's go face down that road. Let's FaceTime him and find out. Let's, 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 on let's air. Not, on air. <laughs> I'm FaceTime. I'm going to okay. call him and see what he says. I think he's not busy tonight. While you're doing that, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say originally I think my initial answer would be two. But again, if I take a drill and I drill through a piece of wood, I think I'm creating one hole. Right. Yeah, all right. Uh, but a yeah, hole Yazi. versus two Yazi. openings. That's where we were kind of. We got to. We're mid. Uh, we're mid Zach squared episode right now. Uh, how many holes are in a straw? Poor connection. How many holes are in a straw, Yazi? Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's two holes. And the reason why I said there's two holes is because there's two. Just, and I'm like. <laughs> There's he just hung ways. up on him. He just like <laughs> he just hung up on him. You know, like later, talk to you there's, soon. There's two. There's two whole ways to enter a straw, like to get into the straw. So therefore, yes. in my opinion, there's two holes. Well, again, the concept of a tunnel is a straw like a tunnel. Yeah, but again, there's, there's openings. Two, there's two ways, but it's only one tunnel. tunnel. But, but it's a hole through a mountain. It's not yes. holes through a mountain. Right. But there's two holes in the mountain to get into the mountain. So we, we if, have a, again, we have if a, you get shot, house. if you get shot, you have the entry wound and the exit wound. Exactly, those That's are the two. openings, but it's only one hole. Yeah, right? they're the openings to the <laughs> hole, the singular hole. No, it's two different holes. Because there's two different holes. Get, in give the me mountain. an example of two holes. Okay, so if they take a tunnel, for example, if it's going through a mountain, there's one entrance into the hole. No, okay, give me there's an example of two holes that doesn't have two entry points. Well, I guess it's again. If the bullet doesn't go all the way through, or if they're not done building the tunnel, so to speak, then it's one hole, though. It's just, but it didn't go deep enough. Yeah. 
No, I do. <laughs> I think the hole is, regardless of depth, if, yeah. if they, whether if it's the, the bullet, thinness okay, of a piece of paper let's use the bullet. or a mountain. Because the bullet goes into your arm, but it stops like halfway in your arm. That's one hole. But then if it goes all the way to, it creates a second hole. So therefore, it has the entrance points and the exit I, point, which I, is again, two it's holes. it's the semantics of it's what the holes. definition of a hole is. Did you ever look uh, it up? I thought you were going to look it I up. I did look it up, and I got – there's like two different – so the first one – It's got to be – An opening through something. An opening through something. And examples are the coat has a hole in it, a bullet hole. And That's not really helpful. Yeah, and then – Another one is to make an opening through or a hollowed out place, as in by cutting, digging, boring, or shooting at. Hmm. Consist when you think about the concept of a straw. Are they creating? Because I don't even know how straws made. I'm assuming it's like plastic and it's stretched, right? Yeah, well, it I'm has to. So. It has to be. It's not rolled. It's no, not like they didn't no. roll it over. I the paper is like a when it's a paper straw, it's like a it's like I a hate one. paper straw. It's Plus, wrapped yeah, and it if comes you like off. paper straws, I don't care about the turtles. Fuck oh your paper straws. Paper straws have two they kill holes. trees the too. Straw has one hole. <laughs> and they kill trees. How are they better? <laughs> The trees wanted to die. You don't like trees. I don't like trees. But so you should be happy with paper but straws. I don't hate trees. You, you hated don't, trees you for just a while. Like, you just like trees. Well, when you drive to Florida and you see all you see for 50 million miles straight is trees, you kind of get sick of trees. I, I don't want to get environmental with this. <laughs> but when you drive to Florida, and like when you're in West Virginia in those mountains and you're going down 77, so anybody's ever driven on the East Coast knows what I'm talking about. From 77 goes pretty much all the way down from about Ohio all the way down to, I think it finally ends up down in Georgia someplace. And you're on 77 all that time. And you're like, man, there's a lot of trees. How are, how is there like a tree shortage? How is there That's a, what I'm like, saying. You know, how is there a tree shortage? Just drive down the East coast. I, I the granted, Amazon, man. Amazon. Fuck man. the Amazon. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so we have, we didn't really, we just, we regretted impasse. I'm going to go yeah. three. Three holes. There's three holes. There's yep. the ends and the middle. So there's three. The two ends and then the thing that goes through. <laughs> I think we should do it based on square foot, square feet. So however many square feet of a straw there is, that's yeah. how many holes. Sure. Sure. We'll I'm sure there's a mathematical formula for that somewhere. Okay. That's a good topic. That was a good. Yeah. Well done, Thanks. Zach. I'm proud of you. Thanks. It's not like I created it. I know, but you found it. It's a pretty standard topic. I just you also came up with doors or wheels. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we doors talked about that on here. I thought we did. No, I thought we no. did. I think we did did with we? Mosh. We yeah, might have. yeah, probably. Yeah, did. I was. I, I, I wasn't I was, on that episode, but I remember you guys did that episode. I, I admit I was wrong about the doors. The wheels is definitely the right answer. There's wheels in a door. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but moving on to our last topic, we'll make it. We can make it. We don't make it too quick. Um. We have Italian food or Italian oh, dinner or like one. meal. This is uh, such a good list. topic. Should we do like top five? See, this, I, that, I think we just name some things. I think we just name them. And, and then we decide which one had the best one. If you name one, then I'll name one. You name one. Then oh. we'll see which one yeah. was really I the think, good I think it's just one. so much. I feel like, like 90% of Italian right. dinners so are S tier. We're, we're sticking with the S, A, B, C, yeah. D, and shit. Yeah. All and right. then the Zani. The Zani there's no yeah. Italian meal that's the Zani tier, I think. Yeah, no. I think. I think everything's minimum like B, honestly. 
Unless you're talking about like Olive Garden. Olive Garden's an exception. Olive Garden is Dasani. Yeah. yeah. Olive Garden itself is just Dasani. We're not talking about Mc Italian. We're talking about There's a lot of things that come into play though. Like yeah. or you go to a rest like at a legit Italian restaurant, like that one we went to in Puerto Rico. Yeah. That was that a good was Italian way too good. That was way too good. Italian in Puerto Rico? No. they they gotta live somewhere. That's, they were definitely Italians. That guy who came out and talked yeah. to us, he was definitely Italian. Is that where you left your card or was that somewhere else? No, that was the that was the French restaurant. Oh yeah, 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 right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it was that might have been wait. Oh wait, no. No, wait. We left. Which one was the one? No, the one in the corner was the Italian restaurant, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that place was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. you got it. Uh, I mean, my first one for me, I think. Veal I think Parmesan. Oof. You've ordered so Veal good. Parmesan 8 billion times in your life. The only thing you've probably yeah. ordered more than Veal Parmesan is a cheeseburger with bacon. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a veal parmesan. I forget I've had veal parmesan. Okay, as all right, go much, ahead. Though. I didn't mean to take your thunder. Um, I was gonna say like I, my my first one's pretty simple, but I think it's just like the best pasta. Like just sort of like a simple pasta. I think it's the best simple pasta. Tortellini. Tortellini is a one hell of a choice. Phenomenal. And it's, it's phenomenal. like let's be honest. What do you need for tortellini? Hot water, and it takes no time to cook. <laughs> it yeah. takes like two minutes. Yeah, yeah you can it's buy phenomenal. a really good tortellini. To ju- you don't have to like hand make the tortellini. Like you don't. I mean, if you can hand make something, great. But let's be honest. Like, if you can you go can, and get a stu- even those stupid Wegman's tortellini is pretty damn good. You can you can cook the tortellini. And I don't think like, Danny Wegman's Italian. He's not. You can literally cook the tortellini like faster than you can heat up the sauce. <laughs> like Probably. you don't like, even need sauce. For you don't tortellini. even need sauce. You can do like a it's like better a broth. With sauce. I think oh, it's yeah, better. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely better, better with sauce. sauce. But, like there's you, you could just eat tortellini plain without sauce, without butter, without broth, and it tastes amazing still. I don't know, it's a bit a little dry. But, yeah, I like the know. butter with the little parmesan I mean, on it. You know? yeah, I, I like the I sauce. I like the butter with the parmesan. <laughs> 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 I could eat any pasta with some butter and parmesan. Yeah. All right. Uh, tortellini for me. Yeah, tortellini is a good such one. An it's, I mean, there's so many S tier Italian foods, but like. I'm going to start with one that's not really an S for me. It's lasagna. Oh, you're off your head. Oh, lasagna's no. Good. It depends what kind of lasagna. It has to be like meat. Like, it has to be like meat and cheese. It, I, I'm not a big just meat person like, like whenever we have dinner like family dinner at my grandparents there'll be like a meat a meat and cheese and then a cheese and i usually oh, like I a usually, lot of cheese i think a beef lasagna is, is about as good as it gets in food wise like it's not much better than a beef lasagna i don't know I'm not a big lasagna, lasagna is tricky because i've had some bad lasagnas so but a good lasagna a is water sometimes oh. lasagna is like it's a watery for some other reason yeah. and it's like bad when it's watery if it's that good that's like thick, olive garden lasagna it's like, that what? thick consistent lasagna where it's not watery and it's like, like in the layers lasagna? it didn't fall apart when you cut it and take it out of the pan and it still stayed in that shape. Remember, uh, remember that one time with the pains and NT. Pains, pains. Remember, we went there with it was our family. I think the whites and I finished my my lasagna before Mrs. Cece even got her plate. Yeah, I just inha- I I inhaled it. I like pains. It's, pains is it's pretty really good. good yeah. yeah, I just inhaled the plate, and I was just like, I kind of was just like, what the fuck? I'm like, where did it go? <laughs> I was like, it's not even like a small lasagna either. That's probably the fastest I've ever ate anything in my life. Like, I, I don't know what happened to me that day, but. I inhaled it. Okay. Cheese ravioli. Oh, that's another. That's an S. That's another S. Yeah. I ate those like two days ago. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I, I'll get from from uh, those like Olive rosies or roses, the frozen ones you can get at Wegmans. Those mm. ones are really. good. I have no idea which ones I ate, but they were good. There's those. I mean, again, you can go and buy a frozen one, cook that, 
put some sauce on it, and you're like, this is as good as anything. Well, because the thing with with pasta, I'm not talking like Chef Boyardee. Oh, I'm not talking yeah. that. The yeah. thing with pasta is it's really easy to make good pasta. It's really hard to fuck up pasta. Like you're literally just boiling it. As long but as you don't really, over, overcook yeah. it or undercook it, yeah, al dente. It's, it's really hard to make really good pasta, though. Uh, that's what I've I've seen. Is it's easy to make good pasta, really hard to make bad pasta, and even harder. To again, make good I don't pasta. know depending where you live and when you're listening to this podcast. Depending on where you go, you can go like into our grocery stores, and there's like an aisle just of pasta. Like so, you can find wheat pasta or like chickpea pasta or like some high end yeah, bougie or like pasta, or you pasta, can buy like the like... the brand the store brand pasta. And they're all not pretty good. I mean, some of them are obviously handmade and all that type of stuff, and they've got different shapes and sizes. And but there's definitely like a lot of different pastas out there that can be cooked easily. And then there's a tons of you can make your own sauce. It's not hard to make a, a sauce. No. I mean, mom, we have at our house. And I'm sure your dad does this, well, right? Tony sauce. There's the Tony sauce, but Tony's got two sauces, right? He does. He's got the all day sauce. Yeah. And then he's got the quick sauce. Well, the quick sauce is just the sauce that he made all day. Okay. And see, we freeze it. See, because mom can make a quick sauce in an hour that's tremendous, where it doesn't necessarily have to have been like she started with spare ribs and she grilled the spare ribs. And, mm-hmm. and then she like had five, 15 different cans of different versions of tomato products that get opened up to do that and then all the stuff that she does. So there's the all-day sauce, and then there's even, but even mom's quick sauce is better than 90% of the sauces I've ever had. Although your dad's sauce is pretty damn good. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I've ever had a sauce that I like more than my dad's sauce. But Tony, it's also comfort food. Yeah. It is comfort food. Tony's meatballs are also really good. Tony's meatballs are pretty <laughs> damn good. I've had a couple of Tony's meatballs. Those are pretty good. That, yeah, that's just like a staple of Mrs. Wade's house. Like whenever she would make sauce, she'd be like, "Does it taste like your dad's sauce?" I'm like, <laughs> "Not quite." <laughs> sorry, Mrs. White. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mrs. White. Probably not. Mom's sauce is good. Yeah, mom makes really good I, sauce. I, feel, I like your mom's sauce. Mom's sauce is, I, I mean, I like when she makes the all-day sauce, especially when yeah. she does the spare ribs. Yeah, when she makes the or spare now ribs she does Or now she does it sometimes where it's spare ribs and chicken with thighs, where she does, like, two different meats in it. And that's like, oh, there's just, it has a different complexity to the yeah. thing. So, I mean, I'm going to say, I'm going to skip, I know it's not my term, but I'm going to say just sauce. You, you could get a you roll of Italian bread, and even a bad Italian bread, like... And just <laughs> just sit there with a, it, yeah. <laughs> with a bowl of sauce, with a bowl of sauce. If it's like with a little bit of, especially if there's like some meat, like some loose pork or something in, it, yeah. and just eat it. Like eat the use the. the it's, <laughs> just it's like hard to a go dip. wrong with the red sauce, right? Like, it's this hard is to go wrong with right. This is a public. <laughs> this is a public announcement to anyone that's Italian. If you are Italian and you don't wipe your clay clean <laughs> of the sauce with a piece of decamello bread or Italian bread, you are not a true Italian. That's yes, right. Screw you, <laughs> communist, <laughs> fascist. Not the commies. Not the commies. Probably like Mussolini. If you're not from the western New York area, you really are missing out on decamello bread with your sauce. It's something. Yeah. A guy I met in Vegas one time, We were talking. he was from Niagara Falls, and we were talking about the like the problems with not having like it's so hard to get the bread because of the because of the, the, the humidity isn't mm-hmm. there like to get the bread to do what it does here like humidity in your kitchen 
in your area affects the ability to the way the sauce rises. So the, the way the bread rises, the right. dough rises. So you you need you need to balance your yeast differently to get the bread to rise. So it changes the taste. So that's why in the Northeast people think the Italian bread's really really good. Whether it's here, Philadelphia, Chicago, whatever, more humid area seems to have the bread. I'm not a baker, but it seems to make a difference in terms of, of that. That's what the guy told me. And he was he worked at a restaurant. And he made bread. He was like he, uh, was, yeah. he worked at the restaurant and that thing. That's so weird. Yeah. Well, now I won't ever live on a coast. It's not that it's bad. It's just <laughs> different. Like it doesn't have that like texture that a lot of the time. Look at that Ontario Bakery across the what is it Portage Road or whatever it's called. The one yeah. that's in Niagara Falls, Ontario. That that is bakery Portage Road. The one in, remember when Grandpa would go see Great Grandma yeah. and drop off a loaf of bread when they came back. Even that wheat bread and I hate wheat bread by the way. Wheat bread is I don't we, make we, we've bread. About wheat does bread not have to podcast. be healthy. It doesn't have to be healthy. It's bread. We've talked about this on the podcast. How I know, but how like if that wheat bread, is. like you said, I don't even care if this is wheat bread because this is so good. It's still Italian bread. All right, what's your next one? Uh, oh, I literally just had uh, chicken Alfredo. Okay, I'm not Alfredo. I'm not Alfredo sauce. Guy. Yeah, it's not my. I don't not like white sauce. sauce. Yeah, not my go-to. I like. I I'll eat it. it. Like I'll eat it, but it's not my go-to. I only hate one pasta. What pasta? This linguine. Yeah. I don't like flat noodles. Um, uh, I think it depends on what it is. Like, like there's something. I it like just doesn't taste like with meat sauce. Flat noodles oh, oh, and like Thai like food, like Chinese, is really yeah. good. But like, but it doesn't pasta, taste like, the yeah, same. But like pasta tastes weird though. Yeah, the pasta doesn't taste like it's just too thick or doughy or something. That's why I don't like Yankees. Oh, I love Yankees. I was gonna say you can fuck up a Yankee. Oh yeah, <laughs> a little little Como Deli. Yeah, <laughs> give me a Yankee meal. I kill that. I was gonna say, is rice ball technically Italian? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rice balls yeah, are yeah. solid. Did an old Italian Antica days? Yeah. Casa Antica's rice balls was pretty good. Yeah. I knew the recipe for a while, but now I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. This pizza counts as Italian. I, I just figured that one was. No, too we eat obvious. American pizza. Yeah. Not re- like margarita pizza. I'd say is the only like real Italian pizza. Yeah, that's part. I'm not a big margarita pizza. I'm not I like margar- margarita. I like pizza. it, but there's just better pizza out there than margarita pizza. What about like I just said? I get we'll get away from pasta a little bit. A- antipasta. I feel like there's just everything's good. Like, the not, cheeses. Yeah, it's not, like, it's those, all our comfort. I don't know food. what to those say. Cheeses, <laughs> they're all those good. cheeses and meats that are in an antipasta are like not cheeses you just think of buying on a regular basis. Super sada. Yeah. Prosciutto. Prosciutto is really good. Oh, prosciutto. I, dude, that sandwich I oh, sent you the other said, day. Yeah, he sent me a sandwich. It was like ham, ham provolone cheese, prosciutto. It was yeah. Italian sandwich. Italians know how to make lunch meat. I'll Do you like super sada? I like super sada. I love yeah. super sada. That's probably my favorite lunch Any meat. Any Italian lunch meat is good. I like once in a while my mom will take the prosciutto and she'll wrap the scallops oh. in prosciutto instead of bacon. Yeah. That's a good one. Prosciutto is just stupid good. There's so much fat in it, though. Yeah. So, like, so Christmas Eve, like, <laughs> Christmas Eve or Thanksgiving, do you have one of your family holiday seats? Is it, like, a, is there, like, an Italian menu? Or is there, what do you have, like, do you have one of those ones where there's a lot of appetizers, or is it just always a full dinner? Oh, it's always, like, there's always antipasto. Yeah. Every time. Because our family holidays yeah. with, like, mom's side of the family are always, like, 15 appetizers before we even get there. Really. I don't, yeah, I don't. By the time we get to uh, dinner, we're full because there's so much. Yeah. I don't food. remember which uh, which holiday it was, but I remember it was a holiday. I think I fucked up the entire uh, prosciutto plate. Like I think I had almost every single piece of prosciutto that was on the plate. 
Like sometimes <laughs> people will bring like they're like, oh look, I I seen this somewhere, so I made it. Tell me if it's good, like kind of. But the one thing that's always there is definitely antipasto. Yeah. Easily. Got it. One of my like probably top comfort foods is like stuffed shells. Stuffed shells are. Stuffed shells are good. I like stuffed shells. It's just it's all good. I feel like it's it's, it's superior to lasagna. The only thing I miss that I've not had in years is those like clams casino from the Como restaurant. Oh. Oh yeah. It's the crab meat with the sauce inside that. that shell. I don't like, like that. Like, oh, I like crabs. Like that. I don't, I'm not a big seafood guy. But you don't really oh, taste. Doesn't really taste because it's mixed with meat too. So it's just so good. I used to love when yeah. you go to the Como when you would get those. Those were good. Now I don't think I've had one since then. I was mm. wondering where the shells came from. Did they reuse those damn shells over and over and over again? Well, I've heard the dishwasher. I've heard some sketchy some? stuff about the Como. So uh, yeah. let's not start throwing <laughs> restaurants. <on the> <laughs> Stop right They're there. selling it. I mean, it tastes good. It tastes good. That's all that matters. We're not getting sued. Yeah. What happens if the Como stays at the Como? Leave it alone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. they can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying I heard a rumor. Never said it's a factual okay, well, statement. We don't want to hear I your rumors. Rumor. You're going to get sued. I'm not going to get sued. You're going to get sued. But if I'm not saying it. <laughs> what did you say about Deco- what did you say about uh, Trisella's bread? What? Don't you know that? No. So there used to be another bakery in Niagara Falls called Trisello's that was behind the market. And it's I think it's the, the, little, it's bakery the little bakery, now, little bakery. That pizza, but, oh. Yes, that pizza that guy I makes. I love When I was a kid, it was Trisello's, and there used to be a it sign. It was still for no, a but while. There was, Yeah, but there used to it be a sign up on the Trisellos. wall. It wasn't the original Trisello's. Yeah. And the sign on the wall was like this big guy shaking a little guy, and it was like a hand-drawn cartoon. He was like, what did you say about Trisello's bread? So that was like the sign. Everybody loved that sign. Is it still in there? No, the sign's long gone. Nobody, oh. The sign wasn't even in the restaurant. It was in the parking lot attached to the building next to it. So for some other reason, it was attached to the next door building. And that was the place, like this this bakery, Trisello's, and now the little bakery, I think it's called. Yeah. Like you go there, and it's like, he's only open certain hours, and when he runs out, he runs out, and he goes home. And you're going to love a business. Just, that's his model. That's like, and that's how Trisello's was. If you if you didn't get there early, forget it. You were done. For, take care. Well, I mean, it's See you like, next time. It's the same thing with people like, a, I mean, I can say, uh, I can I don't want to say shit on Wegmans, but I can say stuff about Wegmans that pisses me off because I'm quitting. <laughs> um, one of the main things people do is it'll be like six o'clock, and they're like, "Did you know you're out of this?" I'm like, "It's six p.m. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. Like if is it like a it, bread? It'll be like a bread. Like it'll be like decamello bread, or just, it'll just be yeah. Random we're out products. of it because we don't like because we throw it out if it's we don't sell tomorrow. Yeah, well, or we'll get like people be like, "You're out of rotisserie chickens." It's like. Yeah, because it's late at night. Yeah, it's it's like where people get like the one time we do curbsides, and the one time somebody had like a rotisserie chicken on, and their order was for like nine o'clock at night, which is like the last time slot you can basically put your order in. That for. chicken's been rotisserating yeah. for a while at yeah. that point, right? Yeah, and it's just like, and they're, they're like, so I brought it out to them. I was like, basically, right before I was about to go home, they're like, what do you mean you're out of rotisserie chickens? I'm like, I mean, it's 9 p.m., we're out of rotisserie chickens. You're like, well, that was supposed to be my dinner. It's like, well, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Like we don't have, There's I can't. Other foods. I can't just pull rotisserie chicken out of my ass. And be like here you go, well, I have a nice that night. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you. Like if we don't have, it, we don't have. Or like, yes. I, that's my favorite thing is when people are like feel entitled. You, is they they feel entitled to something you don't have? It's like what do you want me to do? People come to Tim's at eight in the morning and ask for soup. I'm like, bro, it's eight in the morning. Soup <laughs> at eight in the morning. I swear, that's it's terrible. so weird. Yeah, that's that's weird. Um, Anyways, yeah. thank you guys again for listening. <laughs> thank you for the record. Follow the Instagram, Zach2Podcast on Instagram. Um, thank you, Dad, for coming back on again, last minute again, because we can't get our guests figured out. Because your friends 
Yeah, Mashi. I don't know what Mashi's doing. Probably just bad. Come on, Mashi. Step up, studying, man. Yeah. No, I thought he was just going to be a, he's just sitting in his sorrows over the city game today. Alan was working. Christian, homework. Josh um, is in the Air Force. Josh is at the Air Force Academy. Boot camp. Uh, yeah. Boot camp. <laughs> America. Um, America. Yeah. Yazzie's away. Joe's away. I think you're probably going to figure somebody else out. But, you know, not, not last second. Um, Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for the Emerge for letting us use the studio. Matt Johnson and BICVPD.com. Uh, go follow, watch, listen to the uh, Next of Kin podcast. If you listen to Star Wars, that's basically what all their podcasts are. But with other stuff that's no, not always No, we did a Doctor Wars. Strange well, no, special no, no. episode last no, time. No, I was saying, like, you don't let me finish. I was oh, saying, I'm, I'm like, that's what the podcast is, but, like, not with Star Wars every week, obviously. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I misunderstood yeah. you. My yeah, no. so you, they do well, mean the all sorts of movies, movies, TV yeah. shows, yeah. current events. Yeah, and yeah they do like, all They yeah. do all. We're all over the place. We're yeah. all over the place. So thank you guys for listening, uh, and we will talk to you next week. Adios. See you.